that's like real honest feedback. I never thought I would actually say this, but isn't uncertainty scary? These are like embarrassing for me, honestly. I failed in that sense. That's something I gotta take action on. If you are certain, you cannot be growing. The way I win this conversation is by learning from it, you know? I ended up overbooking myself for too much to the point that I wasn't able to meet with any of the people that I wanted to meet, but I was able to schedule times for them. So I failed holding myself and you guys accountable in that sense. I did get a chance to talk to my lady friend a little bit and, and I was just asking her what ways I could help like improve the relationship. She was just saying how for me to try to make more time for her, but she was like, it really meant a lot for me too ask that question that's something I got to take action on it but then I talked to my dad and I was like trying to ask him how I could be more efficient with my time and my days he was just saying like yeah I'm making the right steps but he was just saying how I should like meal prep and, and have that prepared so I'm not like spending so much time and breaking away from the schedule and but also just like expanding into like the more discomfort zones maybe going to like the more social like going to more live events and talking and really expanding those skills well, that was interesting because I do see that need to take action on that especially there's some like church thing Out of mine I was able to talk to my girlfriend and then mom and dad Jordan had to go unfortunately after our recording I still want to get some feedback while it's fresh but it'll probably look like an email or a text or something and just getting what I can but I think as doing like the as an interviewer kind of first impression feedback is still really valuable because I'm doing it so frequently. But specifically to the conversations that I did have, so for Maria's, the two things that we talked through were one, and these are like embarrassing for me, honestly, one, like making time for her. Like sometimes I'll get caught up in what I'm doing and she will feel like, okay, like you didn't make time for us to actually hang out and like just spend quality time together. The second thing that we really in on is emotional support. In general, I'm like an optimistic, happy person and struggle with that. So those are the two things that have come up in the past, but really like came out as central themes when we were talking about some of these things. So the one big one that I took away from mom and dad's was that I am really good at like being curious around other people. Like I'm always asking people, you know, how can I learn from you and thinking through that that was something that they kind of felt like I don't do with them as much which they're like obvious ones to really be able to learn from when they're like well we see you doing this with so many other people we listen to your podcast and you have really deep conversations that was something that was really interesting because I I feel like I could really tap into that more and it's really actionable and they mentioned like I talk about myself a lot which I do another like embarrassing struggle but they were like you talk a lot about yourself but don't have that like reciprocated curiosity about how other people are doing in a in a smaller like family environment versus outward so those were like some really like actually like deep like intense ones that I know that I've struggled with but it it really helps to like revisit those and be aware of them so yeah sorry I'm like a little little vulnerable there but I feel like it, it does help Parker thank you so much for sharing bro. I really really appreciate it I think you and I are similar in a lot of ways and a lot of ways that we get feedback from people around us very similar I've definitely gotten pretty much identical feedback like from Emma and stuff like that on both like making time providing emotional support One 
one big theme for me the last couple weeks has been thinking about, especially for you and me running these things, right? What is really deep down the motivation for doing it? It's really easy to fall into this trap of doing it for a self-gratifying reason. And then that manifests itself in things like feedback that you and I would both get from parents and stuff like that. It's like, oh, well, you like talk to all these other people. What the underlying thing is, I think, is like, hey, if you were truly just curious in other people and wanted to learn, then why wouldn't you be reaching out to everybody? But rather, you're only reaching out to these people when it's like public, which is tough feedback to get. Those people that are really close, they feel like, okay, I literally see every single day you're putting out stuff with other people. Why can't you at least make enough time to have a conversation at dinner or something? So that's where I really struggle is like, dang, now that my life is more public, it is really a struggle to make those core people feel really as valued as, you know, in my mind they are. Yeah, it's the perceived, yeah, perception of it. I've had the most incredible deep conversations with my parents that I never would have had otherwise, but also just like asking for feedback in areas where you're actually going to be willing to take it, not in areas where it's like, oh, I've already kind of made a decision, but let me like pretend to ask you for feedback. You know, whenever I get to a coin flop decision, then I just reach out to somebody and ask them for their opinion. Then I go with whichever one they take. And then they're like, oh, cool. You took my opinion. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, oh, I needed a tiebreaker. This is great. Those things that I heard, I really feel strongly about implementing and the how behind it. And maybe this is something that we, we can talk more on how do I take this feedback that is actually like a part of the core of who I am. Part of it is just like, I enjoy being a busy person. And like, there's things that are really difficult to change. So kind of like, what is that action plan of how I can be intentional about that? And that's something I need to do some reflecting on. One thing that's helped me is getting insanely clear on the list of priorities. And as soon as you have those, it's kind of like having your why figured out or something, right? Like it it makes some decisions for you because then it's just like to that point you're trying to decide hey I'm hanging out with my girlfriend am I working on this thing that I did well which one's more important like Parker you and I are similar like wanting to have a lot of different people in our lives a lot of different connections and cool things going on all the time and stuff and and then inevitably somebody's going to feel like they're not getting enough of my time that's something I've struggled with a lot recognize that you can only control yourself. Karosh, what you got, man? We'd love to hear. I'm just right now trying to hear and process all what is going on since I haven't had that much time to talk to others and learn more about their perspective of me. Definitely like something that just this experience of me saying that I'm going to do all of these things and not being able to do any of them. And this is clearly showing me that I'm a person that wants to take on a lot of things, but also at the same time, it's not always willing, willing to make time for them. Rather than trying to make time for them, tries to find free time that, that I have and then like fill it up with different activities. I have to start like prioritizing things over each other and make decisions rather than going with the flow. And then like wherever there is like flexibility, I'm like like choose between two things fundamental difference between making time and having time right is that idea that things will expand to fit the amount of time that you have do you guys feel like you have a really clear visual on your priorities list honestly it's half and half i like to have a higher priority of like getting stuff done that's taking me a step further to my personal development what i'm struggling with is not having purpose without having motivation someone can't have a priority and to have motivation someone should have a purpose how meaningful those priorities are to you is a different talk than you just holding yourself accountable so that you can just push through the days like are you able to draw much motivation from that general idea of of connecting other people specifically like given the situation that we are in right now not really but also 
I think that that is a purpose that I have personality-wise, but that is different from the purpose that I have on career-wise. It might be the same, and I haven't like figured it out yet. Colby, any chance you want to share about how you came up with like your different mission statements for different areas of your life in the last challenge team? I thought that was really cool. And something I had never been exposed to before. There's a different mindset for like different things. Like going into gym, I'm tapping into a different Colby than let's say I'm being in a relationship. When I'm in these times, what is it that I want to rehearse? Like what is my mission during this time? Right now because of the semester. And this might be an excuse. There is like so much pressure that I'm like, I'm gonna just postpone this to when the semester is over. Like that idea of action precedes clarity. There's an area of your life where you're feeling a little bit of confusion. You're just not sure, like take an action. You know, whatever you think would be the first step down one of the paths, just randomly choose and then do that one. And you'll learn so much more just in that first couple hours of trying it. I ever did looking at a blank page, right? In that regards, I have a question. This is for everyone. I never thought I would actually say this, but to all of you, isn't uncertainty scary? Yes, it is. Oh yeah, it's scary. Then how do you overcome that? I haven't read it. The quote from this book is, certainty is the enemy of growth. If you are certain, you cannot be growing. When I was applying to college, right? I was so freaking overwhelmed. It was so uncertain because I had no idea what I was going to do. And I'm learning literally just these last couple weeks by reading this book. Actually, uncertainty is when you grow. Yeah, when I had an internship lined up in like late fall for Prometheus Group, and then it fell through the week it was supposed to start. Then I had to figure out what the hell to do because it was everything was uncertain. Having that certainty of having an internship definitely like took my mind off of what do I have to do to prepare myself to, you know, succeed but now it started all over again i want to ask you guys what questions did you really get into because i was trying to find questions but i don't know they seemed like pretty surface level in terms of like what we had written down like what's the time i offended you or a weakness in mine or where can i improve what questions did you ask that led to those deep conversations it's uncomfortable to like get deep i think in general uh like especially when you're not used to it, framing the conversation in terms of like, hey, I know you have my best interest in mind. I really want this to be a growth opportunity. No, I think every person is different in terms of actually how to get a really successful deep conversation. Like, how did you kick things off? Like, what were the first couple sure. questions you asked, like with your parents or with, with Miriam? For me, it worked well to say, hey, I want to talk about strengths and weaknesses. And this was a way that is more comprehensible than saying, can you just give me candid feedback? People don't want to like hurt your feelings, especially when it's like my parents and Maria, which is the only ones I've done. I was like, so first I want to start off with strengths. They were like, okay, here's some of your strengths. And then I was like, okay, and let's talk about weaknesses. Boom. Instantly they felt comfortable because there's this balance, right? It wasn't just, I'm tearing you down in this conversation. It was like, I really genuinely care about you. So that was how I started it. Ease into the conversation, which is what you want in those uncomfortable times. That was just for me, a way that the people that care about me didn't feel like it was just a negative conversation. Colby, when you were uh, doing some of your questions, any other any other questions that came up that you thought were helpful? I wish I would have dove down deeper into it because like I personally enjoy going just super deep into stuff and, and talking about life in general. For me, I like to be just specific. Okay, I'm struggling. I'm feeling this way. I don't know how to deal with it. I talk to my dad like a lot all the time. So he'll give me feedback and I don't necessarily take it in. That's just my ego thinking like I know it all. When I approach some of these conversations, I'm going to try and have next couple of days. I'll probably try and kind of like set the scene a little bit for them with each part of it. Questions like, hey, when you first met me, like, what was your impression of me? I, I might kind of take it chronologically might be one way to do it, you know, because I feel like 
humans, like we think that way a lot and then kind of go through time, like really dig into mostly the negative stuff, right? Because I've already heard most of the positive stuff because that's easy to get to. Using those clue-ins to get deeper into it, I would take something and use it to transition into a next thing rather than like just trying to like checklist. I'm very much about conversation versus just checking off boxes. So like if there was a question that didn't flow with the conversation, I'm not going to force that right now. That was something that I really was intentional about. And as a result, probably I skipped a few questions. Even like we ask these questions, like tell me about a time you second guess my intention. That's not how you ask it, but that's what comes about, right? It's like those types of things are where I really struggle because, well, I didn't mean that, but here's how it was perceived. Understanding that this conversation is only for learning and for getting feedback rather than starting an argument. Because I think that was where my mind started to go. It's like, well, that's not what I meant. And I struggle with that. I, I'm not trying to win this conversation. The way I win this conversation is by learning from it, you know? at the end of the conversation, hey, here's one thing that you mentioned. I definitely see where I messed up. I want you to know that either I'm working on this or I want you to know that this is what I really intended. I definitely struggle with that because it feels like if you like let something go and don't respond to it in the moment, then you're like signing off on it. Hoping that when I talk to my parents, I can tap into things that I get to them because you know when you're with your family, a lot of times if you're like one-on-one -on -one in a car with your mom or your dad or your brother, so does like lightheartedly like rip on the other person in the car with your mom you'd be like oh your dad just like, he does this and it's just so irritating all the time or whatever and hopefully not super deep because that's like real honest feedback i'm constantly fascinated by rules of politeness in society and how much they drive what we do there's been so many times when i have like plenty of feedback for somebody or for some company or organization and i just don't share it because i'm never asked to share it i feel uncomfortable giving it to them unsolicited and that's why this concept is so potentially powerful Powerful. You're opening up possibilities for things to get shared that just wouldn't get shared otherwise because of these super strict rules of politeness in society that we have. I talked to my girlfriend a little bit before this. Like she was asking her a lot of these questions. She couldn't really give me an answer. Like, oh, I don't think I can think of anything when you did this. When you... Oftentimes that feedback comes out when you're talking to somebody else that knows that person really well. Her talking to her roommates because her roommates know me pretty well. That's like candid feedback. Uh, oh, like, you know, Nick does this and it really bothers me me or I think he does this and I really like it or something like that. What, what if you asked her like, hey, what do you like? What do you tell your roommates? That's exactly what I'm thinking about doing now. I guess now thinking about it that she had told me a while ago that I had never considered about myself was that when her roommates and in, in her first met that she thought I was really intimidating. Never thought that I came off as intimidating, but I guess it was just that like I was tall and somewhat quiet and not super enthusiastic, like well, that I could come off as intimidating. <laughs> then like triggers the curiosity. It's like, oh, wow, that's really interesting. It's like, why was that? You know, what? why did you feel that way? Right. All right, we can get rolling with some commitments. I want to talk to my brother. I want to talk to the Taking a Breath team. Like I have a meeting with them on Saturday. And I think that all of them have shown that they are more than willing to give me very candid feedback. So I think it's a it's a good opportunity to let them know that I value their feedback. One thing that my brother and I have really tried to instill at Nine Miles is this idea of reflection and growth. So rather than your typical like performance review at you know your typical company, it's like once a year and it's like this big 
scary, intimidating thing where you're going to get all this like negative feedback from your manager. Instead of a performance review, we do these things three times a year. We do is we actually fill out a document ahead of time with all of our thoughts. And then that way we can look at everybody's thoughts before we even meet. But like we basically just said, like, you know, overall reflection, level of fulfillment with the work that we're doing, wins, areas of excellence, challenges, areas for growth, thoughts on the role, how it's evolved, if there's any changes we should make, any times you felt slighted or uncomfortable or areas where more clarity is needed and big picture ideas. I'm really excited to have these conversations and dive into a really good time hanging out with you guys today. I really appreciate everything everybody's willing to share. It means a lot. All right, y'all. Thank you, guys. See ya. Peace. See ya.